Welcome to the Dating After Divorce podcast. I'm your host, Shade Curry, and I believe every divorced woman deserves a romantic relationship where she feels safe, loved, and cherished. You can create the most amazing life after divorce, and I will teach you how. Hello, ladies. Welcome to episode 14. And in this episode, I want to talk about giving yourself permission to own what you really want. Now, I know I've mentioned uh, the module in the program called the Ideal Partner Deep Dive that I work with my clients on describing exactly what they're looking for. And as we work on this module, I find that many of them are really concerned about owning what they really want. And it's not unique really to most divorced women. Many of us spent a long time in our marriage, identifying as a wife, identifying as a mother, putting a lot of effort into making our family happy, building our family, making them happy, making sure their wants and needs were met. And then when you're single again, it can be hard to remember who you really are. Like, okay, now that I'm not identifying as a wife and maybe your kids are, um, you know, teenagers or they're getting older or they're even grown, or even if your kids are at home, getting divorced opens up this like new world of um, being single, being on your own, being your own person again. And if you've done any amount of therapy or coaching or a healing program, or even gone to a support group, you start to see this recurring theme in the questions that you get asked, the questions you're asked to answer, the things you are offered to think about coming all the way back to who you are. Who are you? What do you want? And what are you going to do with the rest of your life now that it's you have this like whole new lease on life after a divorce? And if you haven't done the work on this, it can be really hard to verbalize what you truly want. If you spend a lot of time putting your own desires aside in your marriage, pulling them back up can be a little bit of a challenge depending on how far down you buried them. And if on top of that, you experienced a childhood where your wants and needs and your desires were not validated maybe they were dismissed or they were laughed at or you were put down for even having a desire or for wanting something or for wanting more in life, that can be another layer that has buried your true desires all the way down. So I find that some divorced women don't know what they want. Some think what they want is wrong. Some are concerned that what the people, other people will disapprove of what they want. Some know what they want, but they're accustomed to asking for so little, right? That they say, well, this is what I want, but what they want is just like one step better than the past toxic relationship that they had. Or when they say, well, this is what I want, but I know I'm never going to get it. So they can articulate what they want. Maybe they've been able to observe it or dream it, but then deep down inside, they have feelings that they don't deserve that amazing life. Other ways this can show up is some people or some women will go into the dating process 
really reluctant to do any choosing. So you go on a date and you spend all the time thinking about whether or not the guy likes you, right? You're more concerned about what he thinks of you than you are uh, concerned what you think of him. It means that you're not accustomed to doing the choosing. You're accustomed to waiting to be chosen, in which case what you want isn't even in the equation. You're just like, well, he'll pick me if I'm what he wants, right? You're not thinking, do I even like him? Do I want him? Um, It can also show up in feelings of shame about being too picky. You might say, well, I want someone who's really wonderful, but I'm not perfect. And I don't want to, you know, act like I, you know, I I should expect perfection from someone, someone else. Well, underneath that is a feeling of not being good enough for a good relationship, not being good enough for a healthy relationship. If any of this sounds familiar, I really want to call um, your attention to the fact that you need to know what you want when you are dating. Like this is a requirement. If you sit with this question, what do I want in a partner? And you feel anything less than certainty, anything less than belief that you are deserving of a relationship where you feel loved and safe and cherished. If you feel any confusion about what you want, if you feel like you um, are reaching too far. So there can be that feeling of like, well, I want this, but it feels so far away. It feels like it's not possible. It feels like it doesn't exist. If you have any of that, you really need to go on a journey of, when I say journey, I don't mean this is like a lifetime journey. (laughs) I just mean you really need to sit with the questions around um, growing your ability to dream and your ability to have a vision for your relationship and growing your ability to believe that that vision um, is available to you. A lot of what I do in uh, coaching sessions with my clients is closing the gap between where they are and where they want to be. And it really starts with helping them articulate where they want to be. What does that relationship look like? What do you see yourself doing in the relationship? What do you want to experience? Who do you want to be with? Who do you want to be in that relationship? And really defining that vision very clearly. And once we have the vision defined, helping them go from where they are currently to where they want to be. Without the process of growing your brain and transforming your thoughts and elevating your belief to get to where you want to be, what you're going to find is that your brain will keep you where you are. It'll keep you stuck in what's familiar. Everything that feels unfamiliar to us um, feels dangerous. It feels unsafe. So the process of coaching really starts to open you up to embodying that future, embodying that new relationship, embodying those new experiences now so that your brain can kind of get used to it. It can kind of start to feel the feelings of love and intimacy that you would experience in that relationship. You start to bring them close to you now by working on your vision, visualizing it, living in it. When you don't do that, you will date from the default thoughts that you already have, like the thoughts that have created your past relationship, the feelings that created your past relationship and that are um, keeping you where you are. 
if you don't go on that journey to change your brain to have a, a higher vision, your brain will just keep re- reproducing where you are now. It will keep re- reproducing everything you've experienced and it will keep reproducing the place that you are now. So an example would be having that feeling of hopelessness or despair that you would ever have um a a healthy relationship. So that shows up as uh, you're on Instagram and you see a happy couple and you get that sinking feeling that you'll never have that. Or you hear that someone else is now in a loving relationship again. And you're like, well, how come they have it? And I don't, right? You have all of these thoughts that take the evidence in the world around you and use it against yourself to keep you where you are. Your brain immediately uses all the evidence in the world to say, oh, well, yeah, but it's not going to happen for you. Or you're going to keep attracting these toxic people, or you're going to keep doing this. And this happens at a subconscious level. You might on the outside, even be making all of the efforts to move out of where you are to where you want to be. But if all of the thoughts in your that your brain continues to supply you are thoughts that keep you where you are, then you won't have any results. Because remember, there's you and then there's your subconscious brain that's working its best to keep you where you are. Like all of the thoughts from the past are designed to keep you where you are, to keep repeating the life that you know. But your you know, your higher self, your prefrontal cortex, the part of your brain that thinks intentionally, that can visualize the future, that can reach for something more, that part of you needs to practice seeing your future. It needs to practice seeing your healthy relationship and embodying your healthy relationship so that you can let go of what's familiar and step into what you really want. So what do you want? What do you really, really want in your relationship? And can you give yourself the permission to say it out loud, to own it, to really um, grab a piece of paper and say, this is what I want in a relationship. These are the amazing things that I want without filtering yourself, right? Um, You may have grown up or experienced um, spaces and things that made you believe that you couldn't have what you wanted, right? People may have told you it wasn't possible, you're too picky. All of those things have been maybe pre-programmed or said to you. But right now in this moment, you are the only person who is in your brain. You are the only person who knows your thoughts. And if you continue to filter or cut down what you want based on what other people have said or what has been, you know, what you grew up with, you have are the one who has become the gatekeeper. You're the one who continues to perpetuate your past and perpetuate um, the neglect of who you are and what you want. So you can today like say, you know what, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to open up myself to the possibility that I can have what I really want. And then just grab a piece of paper and write down what you want. Like just take 10 minutes and say, in my future relationship, this is what I want. Like, don't filter yourself. Don't judge it. Don't um, edit it. Just pour it all out on a piece of paper. And if you find that you're having difficulty, you know, even dreaming, like if you're, you, like I, you come up with 10 things and you're like, well, 
I, I think I want more things, but I don't know what they are, then you might have to take a step back and do some self-discovery work. You might have to take a step back and do some work on people-pleasing because then it means that a lot of other people's opinions may be in your head. Um, you might have trouble staying focused on your own thoughts and feelings, or you might be having trouble focusing on focusing on your own needs and wants because you're so focused thinking about other people's needs and wants. You're so focused on thinking about other people's thoughts and feelings, and you're not taking a hundred percent responsibility for yourself and letting other people take responsibility for themselves. Like these are some of the reasons why you might have trouble acknowledging what you really want, acknowledging who you are and where you're going. So one thing to think about is the fact that whatever you've wanted in the past, whatever you've said you've wanted in the past, whoever you've been in the past doesn't have to define you now. So first of all, your wants could be so different from what you wanted in the past. And I am, I don't even know what the word is. I'm not, I'm the kind of person who um, is, has a lot of certainty. So I have a lot of certainty about the things that I want and the things that I like and where I'm going in life. And sometimes that can work against me because when I change my mind, I'm always like a little like, wait, what? Are you sure? <laughs> right? Because I was so certain then. But sometimes we do change. So what you wanted at 20 could be completely different from what you want at 40. And there is no shame in wanting something different. There's no shame in maybe having been wrong in your first marriage when you were so certain that that was what you wanted. And it turned out that that wasn't what you wanted, right? And now you want something entirely different. I want you to consider that your past does not have to define you, what other people expect of you does not have to define you. What you've told other people doesn't have to define you. You can redefine yourself right now in this moment. And actually, that's one of the best things about being divorced is that you get to do whatever you want. At this point, you were single, right? And so you get to redefine yourself. You get to reinvent yourself and bring in parts of yourself that you may have left behind. You get to bring all that into your life now. And as you do that, you can begin to define what your best single life looks like. Like, what is the life that I really want right now? And when you know what that best single life looks like, then you can define your best married life as well. So um, when you start to define what you want based on you, not necessarily based on your partner, not necessarily based on other people, right? You can carry those definitions into every area of your life. Like your best single life just flows into your best um, married life. So think about what your core values are. What are your values? What do you value in life? What makes life meaningful for you? What are the things that make you feel amazing, that make you feel fulfilled and make you, uh, that bring out joy in your life? So what are your values? What are the, um, the virtues that you want to chase with your life? What are your interests? Where do you like to eat? What hobbies do you enjoy? And you might have to go on a little bit of a, an experimentation journey here. If you haven't been indulging in your hobbies all this time, you might have to try a few to figure out what you like. And that takes time. You need to sit down and make the time for it. Make the time to rediscover yourself, to uh, figure out who you really are. And then from that point, define what you want in life and what you want in a partner. 
what are your strengths? What are your, um, like your talents? What are you good at? What are your gifts? What gifts do you want to express in life? What, um, experiences do you want to have? Right. And so when you think about experiences you want to have, you can then build on those, the kind of person that you want to enjoy those experiences with. Bottom line, the goal here is to truly define what you want in a partner in your life in an unfiltered way. My goal today was really to give you permission to own what you want. Like I said, not just in your dating life, but in every area of life. Like now that you're divorced, you get to be the adult in your life. You get to say how you want your life to go. You get to um, bring in all the parts of yourself. You get to reinvent and rediscover. Don't let people pleasing cut down um, your what you want. Don't settle for less because it makes other people more comfortable. Give yourself permission to dream big. I've often found that it's been easier to coach um, people to dream big about their careers or to dream big about money. Like, oh yeah, I can have this amount of money. I can create a plan to change my career to this or to get a new job or to go to school, all of these things. But it's a lot harder to coach people to dream big in the area of relationships. And I think it's because we think that the power to create that relationship is outside our control. Like it's in the other person's hands to be that so that we can have it. But it's actually the other way around. When you give yourself permission to say, I want this, this is the life that I want to live, these are the people that I want to live it with, that is actually the process where you create the relationship that you want, is by defining it, owning it, embodying it, living in it ahead of time, and by doing that, you create opportunities for yourself to actually have it. So even though it seems counterintuitive to see the life and see the dream and see the relationship ahead of time, that's actually how it works. When you don't have that defined or you haven't given yourself permission to uh, be in that relationship, if you feel like you don't deserve it or other people are going to criticize you for it, your brain is going to shut the opportunities to be in that relationship down because it's going to be like, oh my God, it's not safe. <laughs> it's not safe to be in an amazing relationship. It's not safe to be with an amazing guy who is kind and reliable and loving and also attractive. It's not safe to have everything we've ever wanted. So let's protect ourselves by never putting ourselves in the situation where we can have that. So that's really all I wanted to talk to you about today was not so much about the, you know, listing what you want in a partner. It was really about giving yourself permission to own everything you want in a partner, to own everything you want in life, to define it, to write it down, to go after it. And this is the foundation for having everything you want. Thank you for your time and attention today. Dream big, give yourself permission to have everything you want, and I will see you next time. Thanks for listening today. If you are ready to get married after divorce, I want to invite you to download my free eight video training specifically designed to help divorced women date with ease and get married again. Head over to shadecurry.com to get started. That's S-A-D-E-C-U-R-R-Y 
www.ebeyondmoney.com. I'll see you inside.